buying behavior has changed. Prospects don't click on links and emails anymore, and they don't watch the videos you spend hours creating every week. Instead, send personalized gifts and memes using Vidyu. You can quickly create engaging, personalized content that immediately grabs your prospect's attention, helps you stand out in the inbox, and does it all without forcing them to click anything or go anywhere. Head over to vidyou.io slash salescast to sign up for free and spend less time getting your messages across and more time selling. Welcome to The Sales Hustle, the only no BS podcast where we bring you the real, raw, uncut experiences from sales change makers across various industries. The only place where you can get what you're looking for to up your sales game. Today's episode is brought to you by SalesCast. SalesCast helps sales professionals transform the relationship building process and win their dream clients. I'm your host, Colin Mitchell. All right, what is happening, sales hustlers? Welcome to another episode. I've got Penelope Yamauchi on today. She's an AE at Vendition, and we are going to talk about some interesting things. And as always, keep it tactical so that you can up your sales game. Penelope, welcome to the show. Thank you, Colin. I am so grateful to be here. So just before we jump in, uh, give us your sales story. Absolutely. So actually, my sales story started at age five when I started as a competitive swimmer, worked my way to earning a scholarship to compete at Arizona State University every single day under pressure, worked my way to earning a spot at the Olympic trials, didn't make the team, but since graduated, figured out my athlete story after college, figuring out the life and career. And I went through a career in sports marketing. I helped athletes land their first job opportunity after college for four years. And that versatile entrepreneurial experience led me to believe, you know what, I can really improve on this sales skill that I don't quite have mastered yet. So fortunately, the CEO of Vendition, James Nielsen, met with me. He's like, you know what, there's a lot of different areas that you could plug into our recruiting business, whether you're a recruiter, a coach, or a salesperson. I had the least amount of sales experience compared to my other skills, but I said, I want to do sales. So he took a chance on me, never looked back. When I look back to February of 2020, when I first started at Vendition, there was so much growth opportunity, like a caterpillar turning into a butterfly. And I believe that I'm in the butterfly stage now, and I'm still learning, iterating, growing, listening to every podcast under the sun so that I can become the most influential salesperson in the space of helping people from diverse backgrounds break into the tech industry. So I feel like I'm the gateway. I'm the, the avenue to open up those doors for them. And that's my biggest why that gets me excited every single day to sell. Ah, oh, I love that. I can just feel your passion for what you do um, all the way from Hawaii, right? You're in Hawaii? Yes. Yeah. So uh, I, can, I can just feel it. But, you know, the thing that – so tell me a little bit about Vendition. Like just tell folks like what you guys do. I know you, you, you kind of, you know, touched on it and, and why that's so important and why that lights you up. 
Yeah, so our CEO was actually a former athlete as well, competed at Stanford when he got his master's in engineering. And he graduated, he became an engineer and looked and said, you know what, I think I actually am more interested in the sales side. So worked his way towards the sales division of his company, grew into a VP of sales at multiple companies. And I think the biggest pain point that a lot of sales leaders and fast growing companies out there face is that there's just the type of SDR that has the grit and tenacity to win and execute. But sometimes they're a little too green. They don't know your tech stack. They're not familiar with the actual sales role. And then you don't want somebody who's burnt out over 12 months and not getting a promotion. And so they're jumping ship to another company. And so there's this kind of sweet spot of the first three months where in leading Vendition as CEO, James created an opportunity for companies to partner with Vendition, get access to the best and most diverse talent pools. And through that experience, we believe that training happens past day one. I'm a former athlete. I had a nutritionist, a weight coach, somebody in the pool, someone helping me in all facets of life and academics. So as an SDR, why not have like a machine equipped behind you, helping you accelerate in your first three months? And it really excites me the opportunity to do this because I think we've all been there before, right? We go to Nordstrom or AT&T, we meet this exceptional salesperson be like, gosh, you'd be great in tech, but that person has no idea. Or the recent college graduate who just competed in the Olympic trials and has all the energy and competitive and drive and courage in the world, but they just don't have a shot, right? So we kind of teach them the fundamentals through a free bootcamp at salesbootcamp.com that's accessible to everyone. And then through that, we funnel through getting them to go through this program, accelerate their career and really launch for the long term and have access to an alumni network. So fortunately, in my role as a saleswoman, I also get to speak with some of the candidates on a candidate spotlight that I created on LinkedIn, which has been incredibly rewarding and just fueling everything that I do in sales. Wow. Okay. There's so many good things in there. I love what you guys are doing. Now let's talk a little bit about like your formal training in sales and like, what are some things that you think have helped you coming from a competitive athlete and, you know, being in sales? Yeah, so there's a lot of parallels to the sales athlete mindset, and it's all about time blocking and figuring out how to prepare your day the night before. Um, I know this sounds silly, but you and I are both swimmers. We know that if you have a 5 a.m. practice, like your swim bag needs to be packed. You need to know what you're eating for those three meals throughout the day. You've got class, practice, study hall, training, recruiting trips, everything under the sun, and before you know it, it's time for bed. So that's kind of the same approach that I've taken towards my day. I am a 4.30 a.m a.m. wake up call type of person. Um, I don't hit the snooze button anymore. Big Mel Robbins fan, five, four, three, two, one, just get up. And through that um, first initial 30 minutes, I believe that you need to serve yourself first before you serve other people. And so I try to read the daily stoic. I write my gratitude list. And I also read through categories of affirmations that pertain to my spirituality, relationships, finance, and work that maybe aren't believable yet, but I want to breathe them into existence. And then I go right into a live hit workout that I do on my phone because it's COVID and we can't go into the gym. Mm -hmm. And then through that, I get started on my day. And even though we have these amazing technical tools like Riverside.fm that we're using to record a podcast and outreach and Apollo and all the things, I still like to coincide all of my efforts with literal marks. When I used to swim the 400 individual medley, it was like, okay, the butterfly was the hardest for me. I was the best breaststroker and I knew I could close it out with the freestyle and just have that grit at the end. But the butterfly 
butterfly. It's like you need to take it one kick, one stroke, one breath at a time. And that's the same thing with sales, like one rejection, cold call, tick, 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 one email, one personalized email that you feel so proud of when you send it off, Beck Collins style, right? And so all these things have really um, inspired me to be great in sales, but I think it also comes to my mom. Um, she is just an incredibly resilient woman and she's the type of person, I'm half Japanese, so you wouldn't think she's my mom. She's six foot one, blonde hair, blue eyes, walks into a coffee shop or a room or anywhere and she's the first one dancing. She's the first one talking to a stranger and I think that really inspired me growing up. Like, Not only can I be courageous and talk to anyone, but I can actually be creative while doing that. So I think all these like versatile things within my background for anyone listening that's like, I'm not ready for sales yet. Think about the things you've always been great at or the things that your parents kind of showed you um, and apply those to the actual role and I promise you in due time you'll you'll continue to improve. Yeah, no, uh, there, there's so many good things in there. And I love that you talked about, you know, really taking care of yourself to have the proper mindset, right? I mean, um, with the analogy of like being an athlete and, you know, kind of what it takes to have that mindset and prepare, it's the same thing for sales. Like if you really want to be great at sales, it's not like, you know, hammering out 12 or 14 or 16 hour days on the phone. Like it's taking better care of yourself to have, have the proper mindset to perform at the highest levels when you're there for eight or nine hours. Um, and so I'm very similar to yourself. I wake up early. I have a whole, you know, exercise routine. I have a journaling routine. I have a yoga routine. Like there's so many things that I do on a daily basis to like get ready so that when I'm in my role or what I'm doing, cause I lead a team, but I also practice sales myself because I just love it. And I'm a sales junkie. Um, I still cold call for at least five hours a week. Um, you know, but in order to like do your best in that role, there's so many things that you need to do to take care of yourself personally, to really execute at the highest level and be a sales professional. Oh my gosh, you've got me fired up right now. And it, it got me thinking about, you know, yesterday when I had finished my work day, I was like, ooh, there was five people who accepted me into their LinkedIn network. So I made these TikTok videos where I uploaded a green screen of their background and spoke to it and then overlaid it with some graphics in, in InShot, which is a free app on your phone. And I was like, aching in my body and everything hurt and i was like you know what yoga is gonna help right now and you're right sometimes you just need to listen to your body take care of yourself and of course next day you wake up and you're fine yeah 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 now i i know that before we hopped on here you were talking about how you know kind of being creative has has helped you in your role and um and you've kind of touched on that with creating these videos and doing these things and then i want to circle back to something else you talked about as well but um how has how are you being creative in your role to you know, drive more outcomes. And what are some examples of that that people can maybe try or do or get started if they're trying to figure out like, how do I be more creative? How do I create these videos? What should I do in these videos? How should I read out, reach out? When's the right time to use these videos? Tell me a little bit about your experience of like being creative in your role. Thank you, yes. I think there's the first easiest way to start is depending on who you're selling to, right? You could have a highly technical role where these things aren't as relevant, whereas I'm selling to people who are in sales, in recruiting, they're heads of talent, they're used to seeing these kind of creative outreach strategies. But the first thing is pick some podcasts that are relevant to your buyer persona, figure out who um, who you're reaching out to, who's on that podcast or the relevant information that they have, and just start to drop little value ads on LinkedIn, on their comments, on their activity, on emails, not asking for anything 
keepers, just providing value as much as possible, giving them shout outs on LinkedIn, wherever you can, so that you can gain this clout and familiarity with the people that you're reaching out to every day. So that's the first thing I do in terms of creativity to really get generation going. The second thing is oftentimes when I reach out on LinkedIn, I send a personalized request. It's short and sweet, something I observed of inspiration from their profile or the reason I'm reaching out, but nothing salesy. Then, as opposed to sending another message, when that acceptance comes through, I go to the LinkedIn app, and in the LinkedIn app, you go to messages, click the plus sign, click the video, click selfie mode, record that video, and in that video, you wanna say something along the lines of, thank you for joining my LinkedIn network. As I mentioned, I was inspired to see X, Y, and Z. The reason I'm reaching out to you is this. And again, thank you so much for taking a look at this video. Not sure if you've received any one of these before, but can't wait to connect giving the same level of energy, enthusiasm, your YouTube hands coming through, right? Hands-free, mm -hmm. all those things. And then you can get even more creative with those videos by utilizing things like Vidyard, TikTok. Um, I use the InShot app. I use the Recorded app on my phone. These are all things that you can get very specific and creative, but just start by trying a voice memo or a, a LinkedIn video. And then the third and final thing, before I was a saleswoman, I was a recruiter and I had my own recruiting page that was professional and it was actually pertaining to the kind of clients I wanted to reach out to. And this is just an amplification of number one. If you have a podcast that you listen to of a buyer that you're reaching out to and you want to get in touch with them, give them a quick shout out on the story, giving a screen recording of the podcast that you listen to. So all of these elements kind of tie into it. And then you should have a list of the top um, companies growing in your given area on LinkedIn. You're reaching out to them. You're checking in each quarter and then you're engaging with those folks on LinkedIn so that they can see the, the creative content that you're pushing out. I also do video interviews every single week and it's all about consistency. So if you're starting off by just posting on your LinkedIn feed, what do I post? Every SDR asks me, what do I post? I don't know. One of my posts got 396 likes and it literally said, I booked my first meeting of the day on my 96 cold call, dot, 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 don't give up. And so many people were so inspired by that. I'm like, share anything, be vulnerable. People want to see that vulnerability. Yeah. All right. So many things in there. Uh, just so I want to start with um, number one, even if so, you you know, regardless of who you're reaching out to, even if it is a technical thing, some of those people, they're so used to not seeing the videos or not seeing the creativity. So it can be super effective with those people as well. Also, um, it's consistency. That's the thing that's important, right? And, and a video reaches out in, in a way that they're not used to. It shows that you really care, that you took the time. Um, you know, I like to, you know, do you, do, you, do you recommend like writing out a little bit of a script before or just like jumping in, recording and sending it? Kind of what's your style? So the, your aim is to impress. So once you have the impressive meat of the sandwich in the middle of the video, then you can open up with something friendly and addressing the fact that you're sending someone something that they probably haven't received before. So you could even start it out with like, hi, thank you so much for accepting me into your LinkedIn network. Maybe you have even like a little whiteboard that says their name to open it up. I've seen people do that before as well. Yep. But what they're looking for is that charisma, energy and connection and keep it under 30 seconds. Then go right to the meat of the sandwich with like, boom, tying the value that you bring to other partners that are like them to something you notice on their LinkedIn profile on their website. Again, can't wait to connect. Thank you so much. Gratitude, gratitude for taking a look at this video. I would be honored to connect with you. Don't say I would love to everyone would love to i'd be honored i'd be grateful and then hopefully you can take it from there 
Mm, I love that. And you're, you're, you're not like specifically asking or pitching or trying to sell anything, which is so important in, in that early stages of the relationship. But one piece that I want to go back to that you mentioned that I think is really important is you talked about listening to the podcast or, you know, either, it's just consuming the same sort of content that your buyers are consuming. So you really understand what they do what they care about and what they're talking about. Because then it makes creating those posts, having those conversations with them and creating those videos so much easier because you're consuming the same type of stuff that they are and you can speak their language and understand you know, what really matters to them right now. What are they talking about? Where are they gathering? So I think that that's a really important piece to be able to kind of use video and, and engage with your prospects. And, and, and I think it's really important. And then you, you talked about engaging with them on LinkedIn too. So, I mean, this is, this is so easy to do and I don't know why more people don't do it. Like you literally, if somebody's important to you, which, you know, if you're reaching out to them, if you're making a video, I'm, I'm assuming that they're pretty important it's, to some extent, saving those people as a list in your sales nav lead list or whatever it is. And then it, it's so much easier because you can't just sit around and wait for them to pop up in your feed. The algorithm's not going to let that happen. So you got to actually be intentional about like saving them in your lead list. Um, and then going in there, spending, you know, 20 minutes a day, finding the people that matter to you, engaging, saying some thought, something thoughtful, um, and staying top of mind with them. Um, if you don't have Sales Navigator, you can do this by like just taking their activity URL from LinkedIn and putting it into a Google Sheet. Go to your Google Sheet, same thing, 20 minutes a day, go through there, see what they've posted and engage. Absolutely. And as it relates to learning style, I'm an audio and visual learner. You might be somebody who learns a different way. So think about what it is for you that resonates, right? But as we're making a cold call block, you can set up your Bluetooth headphones that is connected to your software that's calling and your, your music or your podcast. So it will interrupt every time and you don't have to set aside time to be listening to these things. You can do it simultaneously, just like when we're kicking and moving our arms at the same time in the pool. And then with that too, I have this like weekend warrior uh, Saturdays that I do after my Saturday morning workout and um, you know Matthew McConaughey in green lights he talks about this tactic where it's like you got to tee yourself up if you're teeing yourself up for the week and it's just a couple hours on the weekend like grab your coffee have some fun get after it and set yourself apart from your peers because I promise you it will pay off oh 100% I mean and, 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 and sometimes you know it's going that extra mile and doing those things and like a message on the weekend to somebody or a video on the weekend it's gonna stand out because there's a really good chance that nobody else is doing that. Yeah. Or very yeah. few, very few. Right. To add to the video part, um, oftentimes SDRs won't hold meetings, AEs won't hold meetings. They sent their follow-up message the day prior or the day of, and for some reason that person doesn't show. I always send a video text message to that prospect when I'm on the Zoom call and I say, hey, you know, when we spoke earlier, you mentioned you wanted to talk about X, Y, and Z that would help your project with this. And I'm on the Zoom call right now. If you need to reschedule, let me know. But it sounds like this was really important to you. And I can't tell you how many people have responded like great video oh my god I'm so sorry I can't believe it reschedule the meeting and then same thing goes for if you're you feel like a how, um, how has that improved your like show or reschedule um I don't have exact percentages but I, I I think there's only been one time that I've sent it where I didn't reschedule and then um also too when you're working through the sales process you're getting approval from multiple parties within the company um if you know they have a meeting with their CFO to get approval on your contract at 3 p.m on a Friday like send the video text that and be like hope your meeting went well with the CFO let me know if there's any questions I can answer here's my cell over the weekend 
Yeah, yeah. No, these are all great tips. Sales hustlers, the main thing is, is like you really, this is hard work. This is not easy. Like to be this good, to be a master of your craft in sales, like it takes a lot of hard work and it takes dedication, like, and it takes proper mindset, right? So there's so many things that you need to do, work on yourself personally so that you're your best self professionally, but then it's, it's like staying super organized, being super efficient with everything you do, you know, setting your blocks for different things. Like there's so many things that you need to do to be winning at all levels. If you really want to up your game and be a sales pro. Uh-huh. And all the things you just said are absolutely true. And another thing is that our thoughts often get in the way of what we manifest into reality. And so if you're at the end of your quarter and you say like, I haven't met goal yet, I'm freaking out. I don't know how I'm going to find these. Guess what the world's going to give you exactly what you asked for. Or if you say like, I'm dominant, I'm amazing. I've already exceeded quota. I'm getting close to it. I'm going to hit all these metrics. Like that's going to manifest into reality. So be careful of that. Those thoughts have power. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree with that. You know, I mean, I interviewed um, William Deck, who's a mindset coach, uh, just recently, and he helped me change some habits of just with my journaling rather than writing my goals down, writing them in more of like a, a, a present tense, uh, future tense as if they already happen. Um, and it's been huge because you're like you're 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 like already there. You already are believing and feeling that those things already happen. If you're putting that energy out, it's like oh, you know, these leads suck or oh, the inbound leads suck, or my manager sucks, or whatever, all the complaints that salespeople typically have, like then yeah, it's gonna suck, your experience is gonna suck because that's the energy that you're putting out there. So like really taking care of yourself personally to have a positive attitude and be committed to your craft is so important. Um, and I, couldn't, I could not express how important it actually is and how big of a difference it actually makes. Absolutely. Yeah. Some of my affirmations to give you an example in the morning are, I am a money-making machine. I am, open to, <laughs> I am open to receiving money from both expected and unexpected resources. Yeah. And so you got to put it out there, like you said. I might add that. I like that one. Nice. Um, yeah, all right. So I, let's talk, a, let's shift gears a little bit, right? So we talked about a lot of these things that you're doing, which I, I love all of them. And I'm, I'm so glad that you came on here and, and shared some of these stuff with our listeners, because, you know, these are the things that you should be doing. Um, you know, if, if you're not doing some of these things, it's time to start right now. Um, but I want to talk a little bit about kind of like why, you know, at, at Vendition, like you guys are really passionate about helping the underrepresented people in sales. And so tell me like, how, why, why that, how did that come to fruition? Like, just let's touch on that a little bit more. Yeah. So when it comes to an, an engineering or technical background, a lot of times you can go through some type of course to get certified, to get your opportunity to go. And then when it comes to sales, there really hasn't been any sort of apprenticeship out there or training program where you don't have to pay an arm and a leg to be a part of it. And the way that um, Vendition differentiates itself is by creating an opportunity for people to actually get paid and learn while they're on the job, while they're in the apprenticeship. And it's so important for companies to have diverse teams for so many reasons. 
um, it, it does contribute to you know increased revenue. There's lots of McKinsey and Forbes articles that can speak to that. But I think overall, what people struggle with mostly when they're recruiting sales teams, it's like, okay, we have this founding team, let's get our sales team started. And all of a sudden the sales team, it's like, okay, maybe they have friends who'd wanna work here too. And the referrals um, come through. And then all of a sudden you get to the end of the year and everyone thinks, acts, and is from the same background. And when you don't have diverse perspectives, unique areas of life that people have come through, creative ideas that they can add, all of a sudden it's like, okay, well, why aren't we performing well? And it all comes down to, okay, like, why don't we hire Penelope, who's never been in AE before, but has been in more of an entrepreneurial role in been in the recruiting space for four years and see how she does. So it's the open-mindedness around that. And we're constantly pushing our partners to say like, you might have this criteria that you want an experienced SDR with at least a year under their belt, but we've taught them the text tool stack, the fundamentals, and we're going to teach them in their first three months so that you don't have to worry about holding their hand through that process. These are incredible people, highly vetted, ready and eager to win. There's a lot of people out there in the world, but it's our job to funnel from the great people to the exceptional ones and then match them with the companies. Oh, that's awesome. So just as we wrap it up here, just tell people where they can connect with you, where they can find some of your creative videos, or where they can find out more about, you know, what you're doing at Vendition. Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram at coach, C-O-A-C-H dot Penelope, P-E-N-E-L-O-P-E. And you can also find me on LinkedIn, Penelope Yamauchi, Penelope like Penelope Cruz, and Yamauchi like Christy Yamaguchi, but without the G, and it's just Vendition with a V. So if you do send me a LinkedIn request, send a personal note in there sharing the reason for your connection. And on on Instagram, same thing as well. Um, Shoot me a DM and I'm happy to reply there to serve as a source of inspiration. And one thing I wanted to just leave you with is that I take at least an hour a week to mentor somebody that does not expect my mentorship and does not expect anything from me in return. So um, I want to inspire everyone out there listening to go find somebody to mentor this week. Awesome. I love that. Uh, Penelope, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, We will drop those links in the show notes. Sales hustlers, if you're listening to the podcast, please subscribe, share with your friends. If you enjoyed today's episode, write us a review. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Sales Hustle. Are you a sales professional looking to take your sales career to the next level? If the answer is yes, then I want you to go over to salescast.co. Check us out. And if you feel that you are ready, set up a time to talk with me and my co-founder, Chris. I'm your host, Colin Mitchell. And if you enjoyed this episode, feel free to leave us a review and share the podcast with your friends.